Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Ongakudu, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of May 22nd, 2020. I'm your host, Ken, and with me we have Gray. What's happening, dudes? And Luna. Hello, everyone. Oginki. I'm alive. I am, I am doing... Well, I, I, I exercised earlier today and it filled my body with a lot of energy, so I've been kind of hyperactive all the evening. <laughs> I'm I'm here and alive and I wish if I could have exercised, but I didn't have time today. But what have we been listening to as of late? Let's start with you, Luna. So I've been listening to a lot of Hayashibata, Mugumi in the car, and I've been pretty much her Megumix best album that came out in March and I've been contemplating on what my favorite Slayer songs are now. It's between Get Along, Give a Reason, and Breeze and I'm starting to think it's Breeze and I'm talking opening themes because I'm not including endings because that's a whole different you know going a whole different way on there. So I'm starting to think it's Give a Reason but I keep going between that and Get Along and I keep switching them because I know both of them by heart but I also like Breeze so that's been my music thoughts of the week. I've also been listening to Miu, who we will discuss a little bit later. And Edu, as she dropped a new music video and song. And Kira, as she dropped something new too, and I freaking love it. But that's really all I've had time to listen to this week, unfortunately. Oh wait, Kodakumi, because I finally got to watch her Japanese RE live tour. Which is fantastic, by the way. So, I got my coup fix in right there. What about you, Gray? What have you been listening to? This week, I have been listening ex- almost exclusively to AAA. <laughs> they, uh, that, that is almost entirely what I've been listening to. I have not been listening to really anything else. I did listen to a little bit of Ivy today to break it up. Because uh, I, love me, uh, I love me some Ivy. And I have been checking out this week's MC, which we will get to. But other than that, it's been a very light week for me. Nothing too much to talk about. What have you been listening to, Ken? I've been listening to also a lot of AAA. We'll get on that in a little bit of a reason. I've been also listening to a couple of the prior MCs. Yumanbe, She is Summer, Clacklax, Kumiko, Yanagida... Just to kind of mix up everything else. And i also been listening to Syrup's CIY EP. It's absolutely fantastic. And I've been just loving it ever since I've I've picked it up. And, and I have a new EP sign also. So more on that probably later. But yeah, nothing too much. In, oh, I do have listened to Utada Ikaru's new song. It's probably one of the reasons why... I contributed. So, there's also that. But with that, let's continue on to the articles here. And you, Luna, will be the lovely person to kick us off. So why don't you do so? Alright, so first up is one I am extremely excited about. Seesaw is on the scene with their Complete Best album. And those of you who don't know who they are, because they have been in the industry since 1993. And they are a Japanese pop duo and industry veterans. And they're comprised of composer and keyboardist Yuki Kaijiura and vocalist Chiaki Ishikawa. 
everyone should know who Yuki Kaijiuta is, is she has done so many popular anime and iconic ones at that. And Seesaw themselves have participated in a lot of those shows, such as Dot Hack is probably one of the biggest ones, and Gundam Seed and Gundam Seed Destiny. So this album pretty much is a complete best album throughout their career. As in 05, they actually went on hiatus, and they recently resumed their activities last year. So this is a pretty big deal, in my opinion, being dormant for so long and seeing this come out, I almost cried, and I also pre-ordered it already. And it pretty much is a great way to kick off their revival of activities. It includes a lot of their famous works with a special bonus track. And you can check out all that information on our site. It is a three-disc CD set with... 36 tracks in total, and it includes some of their most famous ones, such as Anani Ishidata no Ni, which is from Gundam Seed, Emerald Green from Dot Hack Sign, Legend of the Twilight, I should specify, because Obsession and Yasashi Yoake are also from Dot Hack Sign, the original. And also, the song from Noir, because everyone loves Indio. But I highly recommend checking out the track listing and seeing this amazing set. You can pre-order a copy on our site and you can also check out a video as well. And they have their cover art up for this. So I have never been so excited for a release and to see them come back. I was going to say, because this is my childhood right here, that third disc is just dot hack. And I've I've loved that series so much. And probably one of the main reasons why I loved that was because of Seesaw <laughs> and their dot hack liminality soundtrack, which was amazing. Oh, I, I completely agree. I, I have all of dot hack and I grew up watching it. And Seesaw is one of the first artists I remember hearing. And just their beautiful, the composition with Chiaki's vocals are just amazing. And this is a group that holds a special place in my heart still. And Gundam Seed, I still get a little teary-eyed in that show, you know, especially their song fits so well with that series. Yeah, no, I, I also grew up with Dot Hack and like, this is honestly really exciting stuff like seesaw is like one of those groups where i've wanted to go and check out and never really got around to it so this is a great opportunity to just kind of go in and see what they have coming up and uh this is really exciting stuff because i i was really obsessed with the song obsession <laughs> which is uh irony not lost on me so that that song was just like absolutely obsessed i remember i bought the first volume of the dot hack sign dvd and they had the creditless opening and so like i i listened to that on repeat because it was the only way i had the song <laughs> so that like i would just listen to like the creditless opening on repeat i just absolutely love that song so i am really really this is really exciting stuff but yeah continuing on up it is the lovely four member rock band yoano released a music video for their track shiawase on their official youtube channel previously released with their first major album lobster back in april this takes more a more relaxed melody making it the perfect track to end the day with you can check out more information about this on our site as long as the music video as well probably one of the greatest points of doing this article was i found a new band to get into which is yoano so 
go check them out. All right, moving on up to our next article, we're going to be talking about Music Corner alumni Chiai Fujikawa, as she has dropped a brand new music video for her latest album. The music video is called Tokyo, and the album is called Iwa Headphones Kara, which the new album, it actually came out in early April, so this music video dropped well after the album came out. And it's a pretty interesting music video. So we have the music video in the article if you definitely want to check that out. And if you like her and you want to check out her new album, we have pre-order links for the standard and limited edition along with the full track listing and everything. So if you're if you're a Chiai Fujikawa fan, this is definitely something for you to check out. And then continuing on up to lovely nine member K-pop sensation Twice announced that they will be releasing a brand new single titled Fanfare on July 8th. This came this announcement came via a YouTube video where not only they announced the single, but they ad- advertised for everyone to stay healthy and stay safe from the current crisis that is going on. You can check out more information about this as long as the announced video on our site. So go check it out. All right, moving on up to our next article. We're going to be talking about Generations from Exile Drive as they have dropped a brand new music video on their YouTube channel. The It is for an unreleased song titled You and I, and it is a pretty lovely song. You can definitely, I watched this music video. It was absolutely fantastic. It's one of those stay-at-home music videos, so everyone's feeling feeling it, and uh, I I been really enjoying these stay-at-home music videos because it, it isn't you get to see a side of people you don't typically see and this has just been an absolutely fun experience and so uh if you are a generations from exile fan you can definitely check this out and we have the video in the article so definitely give that a look Continuing on up, it is the lovely five-member rock band Roman Kakume announced that they will be releasing a brand new album titled Romantic Love on July 22nd. This will be their latest album since New Island Romance back in June of last year and will be their second overall. You can check out more information about this on our site along with their track Anai Sua on our site as well. Alright, moving on up to our next article, we're going to be talking about four-member girl group Yume Miru Adolescence, as they have dropped a brand new music video for their song Go 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 Go. Hashtag, sorry, I forgot the hashtag. Hashtag Go 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 Go. And this will be on their upcoming mini album called Super Jet, which is set to be released on May 27th. We have the music video which is very very interesting kind of definitely a little different it's a little out there in the article so you can definitely check that out along with pre-order links for the new mini album it's coming in a standard edition and a cd plus dvd edition and we have a full track listing with all the details that you need to know so if you're interested in uh off the beat idol groups this is definitely something for you to check out Continuing on up, it is the lovely six-member electro-pop band Lucky Kilimanjaro announced that they will be releasing a brand new track titled Hikawa wa Watashi no Na across all digital music streaming platforms. This comes after the very successful release of their first major album, Exclamation Point, 
imagine or imagine. Ho ho ho. And you can check out all the information about this on our site as long with the official lyric video that they uploaded on YouTube on the site as well. All right, next up is Indie Corner alumni Edu has actually dropped her new digital single, Fake Love. It came out on May 20th and it is available on all digital platforms. This is her first release since her debut album, studio album. Spotlight came out in November of 2019 and the music video is out as well. So this one has some trailers, but you can also go on our site and check out the music video for Fake Love. It is an upbeat summer dance track that you will absolutely enjoy. I love it and I'm addicted to it. We also have some information on there with her Edu Live Tour 2020 and all the dates and locations of the tour. That tour is throughout November. So check that out along with her video for Fake Love on our site. All right, moving on up to our next article. We're going to be talking about Girl Idol Group 9. As they have announced that they're going to be doing a live event on May 22nd. So this is this was earlier today. So if you are a fan of this, definitely check it out. The reason this was a pretty big deal is last year they had a member leave and they have been in the dark ever since they had one of their members leave. So they haven't done anything. This is the first time that they've come together as a three-member trio to do something for the fans. So it's definitely something special and wanted to give that a signal boost and shout out. So if you are a fan of them, de- definitely be on the lookout for, for more from them. All right. And next up is Daichi Mira gives fans a reason to stay home. So Japanese, uh, those of you who don't know, he is an R&B pop vocalist and dancer and has been doing a special set of YouTube live releases called One Song Home Live to prevent the spread of the COVID-19. And as Daichi's Daichi Mira Live Tour 2019-2020 Colorless has been postponed indefinitely, he's doing this just to keep everyone home and to also give support to all his fans who are missing out on his tour. This way they can continue to watch him live. So each each date of the tour he is releasing a special live tour and this one is number eight which was the answer and i accidentally had put something so thank you to the person who commented i mixed up two of the songs so this one is the answer and he did release a track number nine already so check out his youtube channel and subscribe his live from homes are fantastic. You can hear his vocals shine. And this is such a great treat to all his fans. And I have been so excited about these whenever he drops them. All right, moving on up to our next article. We're going to be talking about Rock Band Man with a Mission. As they have announced, they're going to be dropping their very first video documentary. The new documentary is called Man with a Mission, the movie. Trace the history. And yeah, it's set to come out on August 19th. So if you are a fan of Man With A Mission and you really want to dig into their history, this is definitely something worth checking out. And uh, it's being released in a Blu-ray and DVD edition. So definitely something to be on the lookout for. Coming on up, it is the lovely singer slash songwriter 
Tobolsky announced that he will be releasing a brand new album titled Life Recorder on July 1st. This will be the latest album release done by the artist since his Shin Kyoku Time 2000 back in t- April of last year. And this will be his 23rd album overall. Not else is known about the album at the time of reporting, except that it'll only release with a CD-only standard release. And you can check out more information about this on our site, as long as the little preview for his track, Ripa no Furui, on the site as well. Moving on up to our next article, we're going to be talking about three-member rock band Shishamo, as they are dropping two brand new songs on their official YouTube channel. The first song, titled Ashita Wani, uh, Wanai, is already out and in the article for you to definitely check out, but the other song will drop on May 26th, so by the time you're hearing it, in about a day or so. So if you are a Shishamo fan... This is definitely something to check out. The second song is going to be titled Moso-sama. And yeah, it should be pretty exciting stuff. And then continuing on up, it is the lovely six-member girl idol group Migma Shelter announced that they will be delaying their debut album Alice, which was set to be released on the later half of July. The album was supposed to originally drop this week, but the group wanted to celebrate their first album release with all their fans and decided to delay the release in the light of the pandemic. But they didn't leave their fans without anything because they did release the lyric video track for their song Why on their official YouTube channel, which you can check out. And then continuing on up, rising from the ashes of the four-member idol group Necromi Idol members, Risaki... Kazika, Rima, Izumi, and Michelle announced they will be forming a brand new idol group titled Star Mary and switching to the lovely idol agency Mi Smile. The group will be handled by Kizaki and Izumi, which they'll be mostly performing while the creative talents will be handled by Michelle. So it'd be very interesting. So they're doing the whole Rina Sashihara and what was the other girl that just left Bish? So Oh, are you talking about poor Louie? Yeah, poor Louie. There we go. So it, it'll be interesting to see how this group does dynamically compared to Necromo Idol. So it's well, look forward to that. So hopefully we'll be able to see more information about that. They originally were going to plan a graduation concert from Necronomi Idol back on June 1st, but because of the lovely pandemic that is going on, it'll probably definitely be postponed. Now moving on up to our next article, we're going to be talking about four-member rock band Gleans. Or, no, there's no S. Glean! As they have decided that they're going to be dropping a brand new single, and we'll actually be talking about this here in a little bit. The new song is called Hoshikage no Yell and is set to be released on June 24th. And it is attached to the very popular period drama titled Yell, which started airing on March 30th. So the edition is going to come in a standard and limited edition. And the limited edition is pretty cool. It's, It's kind of like a book that they're doing for it. And we have a picture of what the limited edition will look like on the website so if you're a green fan 
this is definitely something worth to check out. We also have a preview of the new song in the article as well. So definitely check that out. Continuing on up, it is the lovely vocalist Saika Yamamoto released a cover of the rock band Elephant Kashimashi's hit track, Shigatsu no Kaze, on her official YouTube channel. Yamamoto, along with her fellow bandmates, performed the track safely from their own homes and featured an elegant composition that goes above and beyond the original at times. She commented, let's make a stand during this crisis and let's do our best by staying at home. And I can't wait to go see all my uh, fans once again. You can check out the lovely cover on our site and hopefully she'll do a cover track for it on her next album as well. Because I really did like this track. But continuing on up, it is the lovely three-member rock band Asiman divulged more information about their upcoming single, Haido no Machi, which will be released on June 3rd. Including on two discs, not only will it include the track itself, but a live concert rip of their latest live tour, which took place at Shinkiba Suncoast Livehouse back in last October, making this a super single, so to speak. And it's very interesting that they did this. However, due to the uniqueness of this release, there are no international releases as as of right now. But you can currently get it on the Amazon GP, so go check it out. As long as with the trailer for the Haido no Machi on our site as well. Well, continuing on up, it is the lovely vocalist Amy announced that she will be releasing a brand new single titled Home across all digital streaming platforms this past week on May 13th. This will be the latest release done by her since her single Days back in November of last year and will be her first release of 2020. For the arrangement this time, she saw she made a super brand, so to speak, of fellow members of Monono Aware, Kendre, and Sana Bagun. You can check out more information about this on our site and it's re- released on both Spotify and Apple Music. Continuing on up, it is the lovely three-member rock band Mass of the Fermenting Dregs released the music video for their track Uta no Utaeba on their official YouTube channel. This is going to be released as a double A-side with their other song You and is going to be available exclusively on vinyl on June 3rd. Interesting enough, the video for this track doesn't involve the members themselves due to the lovely outbreak going on and the this lovely creative process didn't stop them as the entire music video is done in full motion animation done with lovely art figures it's very very cute you should check them out but in the meantime due to it being a vinyl record of course <laughs> cd japan unfortunately doesn't do too many vinyl records they do some here and there but not so much as of late because of everything going on this is exclusively made available via amazon japan so go check it out you go check out the track for utao utaiba on our site as well continuing on up it is the lovely five member boy group addiction announced that they will be releasing a brand new single titled who are you slash 005 on june 24th this comes off the heels of their chart charting hit Further Away slash Destiny from last October and will be their second major label single overall. It'll drop with 
a couple lovely additions, which you can check out more information about that on our site, as long as they're hit track further away on our site as well. Up-and-coming vocalist Perareni announced that he'll be releasing his first mini-album, Lanion, Lanin, Lanin, <laughs> across all digital music streaming platforms this past week. And the music video include the mini album will include his previous release single, Yaksoku, which dropped with and will drop with six tracks total, seven which are produced by prevalent rap producer Dead Spiral. And even to hype up the release, he released the music video for his track Heartbreak on his official YouTube channel. You can check out all the information along with the digital music streaming links on our site, as long as the music video for Heartbreak as well. Continuing on up, it is the lovely four-member girl rock band Scandal announced that they will be releasing a brand new track titled Living in the City across all digital music streaming platforms. This will be the latest release done by the band since their Kiss from a Rose, or not Kiss from the Rose, I'm thinking of Seal, <laughs> Kiss from the Darkness album back in February and will be their first single release of 2020. It's interesting enough, the bassist Tomomi written and composed this track and bring a mellow tempo composition to match her mellow style. You can check out all of the information about this on our site, as long as the official audio rip of the song as well. Ex-vocalist for the band Aqua Times, Futoshi announced that he'll be releasing a brand new single, Unicorn Horn, via his solo project Little Parade this past week across all digital music streaming platforms. The track will be the first release under this project since its conception back in last October. And not only did Little Parade release the single digitally, he also released the music video on their official YouTube channel. And it is beautifully drawn and animated, so go check it out. And it is... This is a great introduction, reintroduction, to the Japanese music industry, so go really check it out. I've been highly impressed by it. I really did like Aqua Times, and I was very sad that they were taken from us a couple years back. <laughs> but I'm happy that Futoshi is continuing on with it. Me too, as I loved Aqua Times. They were one of, I still listen to them quite frequently. Vocalist Asako announced that she'll be releasing a brand new album titled No Make Story on July 8th. This will be the latest release done by the artist since her digital single Kochigai back in January and will be her second released album overall. Not much is known about the album except it will include 10 tracks total and drop with three editions which you can check out all the information about that on our site as long as the music video for her track Kochigai on our site as well. But with that, let's continue on to this week's Music Corner here. And this week, you have the reins, Luna, so go right ahead and take charge. All right, so I from the Music Corner this week, I picked a singer I discovered, or vocalist, I discovered by accident. Her name is Miu. So I was listening to Spotify, and I actually had Momoon on. And all of a sudden, it started playing someone else, and I'm like, I really like the song. And it happened to be Miu. And so after that, I dived into her and I just loved her music. So to start out, I'll give a little bit of information on her. So Miu is a Japanese pop 
I'm going to say left-handed singer-songwriter from Osaka because you don't see that too often. She got her start in 2016 by doing covers and videos of American songs such as Maroon 5's Payphone, Sugar, and Bruno Mars's Just The Way You Are. In all these videos, which you can watch on YouTube, she showcased the lovely sights of Kyoto, such as the temples, the shrines, nature, and just walking the streets. And that's one of the things I loved about her. She's just so personable and her voice is so nice and I really want to see Kyoto now. I wanted to, but this made me want to see it more. In September 2016, she debuted her first single, Southern Waves, which was a digital release only. That same year, she would actually go on to release her first HP EP called Where We'll Be. And in 2018, she would get signed with Avix and released her first mini album, Come One, Come All. Despite the girls with guitars, pop music being a dime a dozen, I would say Muse stood out with her smoky, gentle vocals, her lyrics. She has beautiful, catchy melodies and a combination of the Japanese and Western style music. And her wholesome sound makes everything flow together. And she stands out for that reason to me. So I'm going to dive into some of her tracks that I personally loved. And it is a ton of them, but I could not include all of them. So I would say her Southern Waves is a beautiful song that just draws you in with her sweet, smoky vocals, her wonderful guitar work. It's a simple yet catchy melody and chorus. And I've had this song on replay all week and for weeks since I first heard it. And this was the song that got me to fall in love with her. I could not get enough of this one and I still can't get enough of it. So the combination of her guitar work and vocals are what really drew me into it and it just flows perfectly. Her song No One showcases her guitar work again. Her vocal range as well as you don't always hear the vocal range she has and I love it when she showcases that. It's a nice relaxing melody that just puts you in a really good mood and it sticks with you. I feel like all her music makes me super happy and brings me this nice peace of mind. Where We'll Be is a more upbeat, guitar-heavy track that matches perfectly with her, her smoky vocals and her sound, and it grabs your attention with the opening verse. And by the time the chorus chimes in on that, you're already tapping your feet and wanting to sing along with it. And I'm, I'm still doing that with Where We'll Be. I had that that was another one I've heavily played recently. And her, she also can do ballads, which you don't hear too many ballad ballads by her. You hear either more upbeat or a nice relaxing one. But Closer Again is an absolutely gorgeous track that is full of emotion and gives you this feeling in your heart that you just connect with. And I just hearing it just brings me, brings me this peace of mind with this little bit sorrowful feeling but I love it so much and her track you got the love has a great guitar beat that makes you feel good and get up and dance I love the melody to this with her vocals she just has this sweet wholesome style music that you fall in love with and it's just, and it's with her lyrics and her vocals and her sound, there's just something that's just so sweet and beautiful about it. And she also gives me this good spring and summer vibe, which I absolutely love. And I don't know if it's just the style of it, but it brings something to me so much. 
So she currently has nine digital singles, one physical single EP, which is Where We'll Be, two mini albums, Come One, Come All, and Here Comes the Sound. And she debuted her first album this year, February 2020, entitled Blue S. Lowly. And you can check out her official website, Twitter, and Instagram on our site. There is also a link so you can purchase her Blue S. Lowly and give me some support. And check out her first single, Southern Waves, on there as well. As that is my favorite track and I really wanted to highlight that. So what did you two think of her? I'm very curious on your thoughts. I'll start us off with this. I, I really, really liked her. I really really enjoyed her blue s lowly album i was actually listening to that today as i was exercising and it is a just a fantastic album from start to end her her voice is just so smooth and and just just absolutely lovely sound to it i, th- I think one of the, like the songs that really stood out to me was her song restart which is absolutely fantastic on the album i absolutely love it her very merry christmas song is actually pretty good too i I thoroughly enjoyed the out of season christmas song that i got to listen to so that was really really nice and luna is 100 correct her southern wave song is absolutely fantastic but the superior version in my opinion is the acoustic studio version that she has on her um blue s lowly album that is absolutely fantastic just the acoustic version of that song is just wonderful in every way and definitely worth checking out as well so i i thoroughly enjoyed her definitely check out her blue s lowly album it, it is a lot of fun i was gonna say the acoustic version is really good for southern waves and i also love the acoustic version for try yeah yeah that that was a really good song too Ken, what did you think? So I had originally typecasted her. That just is sad to say because of just the style. I've I've seen these these girls a dime a dozen now because of how the industry is and it it kind of simmered down after Miwa lost success and it kind of rose again when I'm young kind of came onto the scene and the whole girl with the guitar thing was played to death, but. This is something Miu was someone that I thoroughly enjoyed because she, like you said earlier, her wholesome vocal style really shines. And it reminded me very, very much of how Yui was, where it was a more fluid vocal style compared to a lot of the other guitar vocal singers that we we see now it's much more different than how Aimeon is and how Miwa is and Miu really did stand apart from that Restart and No One was probably one of my favorite tracks done by her and her her song Southern Wave is and also a standout hit but no one specifically for me really did show her style and you got to check out the music video. Music video is fan freaking fantastic and shows how just her vocal range is, is it's nothing like I've seen before. It's it, I thoroughly enjoyed her and it really does prove that you cannot judge a book by its cover by just looking at what kind of style of music she does. And I enjoyed it very much. So 
I'm so glad to hear. And when you said that about Yui, I thought the same thing because Yui had that wholesome sound. And that's what Miwa brought back, but because of, or Miyu brought back because of her vocals. You know, Yui had this deeper voice while Miyu has a smoother, I get vocals and voice. And I think it was the simplicity of how she utilized her guitar versus, like you said, Aimeon and Miwa have a heavier sense of the girl with guitar. So I, I don't know, just her, she ended up standing out to me and I'm glad you two really enjoyed her because she was someone that surprised me as well and an artist that I had no record of or haven't really listened to and she just popped up on Spotify and was just the most pleasant artist to listen to and I will already bought Where We'll Be and I will be ordering the rest of them very soon. Let's put it that way. She sold me indefinitely and I'm looking forward to see what else she'll do this year. Thank you, Luna, for your pick. It was a lot of fun listening to her. You're welcome. I'm glad you enjoyed. I hope everyone else does too. But with that, let's continue on to the lovely Oricon here and yeah. <laughs> not not much to, to say. <laughs> do we have to? Do we really have to? <laughs> I mean, we could just end it here and just take us everyone out of their misery, but... <laughs> I, I mean, it's, it wouldn't change I did much. Like the, I did like the new songs. We'll, we'll see that. And Yes. I, I do have some gripe with certain songs, but well, I'll, I'll talk more about that later. <laughs> but let's continue on to this week's Oricon at number 10 with... Haru Jion by Yaosobi. So, continuing her success from last week, and we'll see more about this. What we thought about it? I I, th- I thought it was a cute, fun, light song. It it, it wasn't my favorite of the week. It, it's definitely a serviceable song. Her vocals were pretty good, and um, you know, it wasn't too bad. I thought it was really cute. She had really nice vocal range as usual, and. I think for me, it was how adorable it was that stood out more than anything. And I did not watch the video, but her vocals have this cute sound to it. And I still think her first track, I liked liked a lot better, which was Yoruni Kakeru. That was still my favorite track by her so far. However, I really enjoyed this one. Harujiyon. I thought it was still good. It was solid. And I'm really glad to see her on the charts and see her jumping up and gaining some recognition. Luna, I will I will say if you did not get a chance to check out the music video, you should. It's animated and really adorable. I kind of watched it, but because I was working, I couldn't really watch it, if you know what I mean. Oh, 188%. So, I mean, I, I really do like her style, Yaoi Sobi, and the whole electronic persona that she does is very interesting, and it does the whole V YouTuber thing ever so slightly. The track itself is an amazing track, and it does what a postmodern perfume like solo artist would kind of do of that it's not really EDM, but it's very electronic heavy, and it does have that voice filter on it, which I do. I don't mind it for her because it ain't rap. <laughs> that that that's for darn sure. So, and the style of genre that she is deciding to do, it does match. So, 
the, usually I would give a ding with the vocal stuff, but it, it this one is it's nice, bubbly, and cute, and I'm very happy to see her success kind of rise up from here. But continuing on up this week, Yaoi Sobi's Haru Jion sold a lovely 9,894. And going to number 9, it is Hakujitsu by King Nu. Nothing much we can say. Right? <laughs> Correct. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So this week it sold a lovely 10,344 points. And continuing on up, it is Time by Utada Hikaru. I got to spend a little bit more haha time with this track and i ended up really really liking it like i said it is very utada very old utada <laughs> which i don't mind at all but this week it sold a lovely 11,029 points going on up it is pretender by official higedandism nothing much we can say there this week it sold a lovely 11,217 points and then continuing on, uh, it is Love Lo- So Sweet Reborn by Adashi. So I am going to straight up say this because I am an Adashi fan. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I particularly did not like this because I, I really do like Love So Sweet. It is their best song. And they modernized it and put it into English and kind of lost its soul in my personal opinion it did very well and i'm happy for them and it does struck a chord to a lot of the odyssey fans but for for me love so sweet is probably my favorite one of my favorite songs by them and i don't want it to get touched like how it's been doing with these reborns reborn things that they've been doing i agree i finally got to listen to the original a little while ago because i've been diving into my giant odyssey set and Adashi's discography in general. And I completely see what you mean. I I really love the original of this. And this to me felt a little bit off. And I mean I did I do like seeing them on here and I did enjoy it, but it wasn't what I wished it would be. As the original is so good, I wish if they would just re-release that instead of redo it and change things. But I guess I'm just a little conflicted, especially as I haven't listened to them as long as you and haven't been a fan as long as you. So I'm a little... Yeah, I mean, I I might sound like old man yelling at Cloud and kind of gatekeeping this, but I mean, I, I, I strongly, like, do not like when they kind of... Artists, I don't mind if they update it. But they took the essence of their original song. <laughs> and I mean, I guess that's why their whole Reborn set is what this is. It's taking the essence of the original song and making it super modernized to modern setting and reborning what this track means. And I still have the original song, so I could always go back to this. But, I mean, this this is just how I feel. I know certain other Odyssey fans feel differently than me that are more hardcore than me and they'll they'll like the change because like I said another artist needs to change but not remaking their other songs I wish they keep that alone I understand where you're coming from you know and it can go both ways in that and I'm just glad to see them on the Oricon and give us something new to listen to for the week 
Yeah, so this is my absolute favorite song of the week. I loved this song. I thought it was just absolutely fantastic. And I had never heard the original until I had listened to this. And when I heard it, I immediately put on the original right afterwards because I, I had to listen. I wanted the contrast and compare them. And I, I think that's where I'm, I'm coming at this from a wholly different angle. I, I hadn't heard the original beforehand. This was the first iteration of the song that I heard. Now, I do like the original more. I do think that is a better song. But... I still thoroughly enjoyed this. I thought it was really good. And I thought it was particularly smart with the Olympics. I know that that is been put off for a year, but that's still something that's coming up. And it does seem like they're trying to position Arashi to have a little bit more of an international appeal. So putting a lot of the song now in English instead of Japanese really, I think, is a smart move. I think because there's a lot of people who will listen to them now who wouldn't have listened to them before. But you, every time like I hear something that was in Japanese and then I hear it in English, it always sounds like there's something missing. So like, like English versions of Japanese songs are fun and they can be enjoyable, but the Japanese version is the purest version of the song. Like It just sounds better. It sounds how it's supposed to in Japanese. And so that that's always like one of the takeaways for me is like if there's an English and Japanese version of a song, the Japanese version's always superior. Just uh, how the vocals work and how the, the vocals work with the melody. But still, I, I felt like this was a, a fantastic song and uh, it, it got me hyped for a project we're doing a, a lot later. I love these guys. I've been wanting to check out more of them, but I, we've had a couple of other projects that's really kind of been hindering that. And once we get through this next project, I'm doing like the deep dive into Arashi because I'm just, I just really excited. I can't wait. These guys are fantastic. And I think they just done a solid job with the song. I would love to hear your take about them over the years because they are Johnnies to a T and not modern Johnnies. They are traditional Johnnies, which you kind of really don't really take it's appeal to. Yeah, it's hit it's and miss, miss for you. You you really do like the more modern Johnnies stuff, like all the junior stuff that you actually really do like. I do love all the junior stuff. That is correct. But Arashi... I've liked a lot of what I've heard of from Arashi. I felt like they've been a very consistent quality. Like, like a lot of times, like when I hear like a lot of Johnny stuff, like to me, a lot of it just kind of gets lost in the clouds, so to speak. But Arashi really just rises above that, in, in my opinion, and just really outshines a lot of their. Yeah, you know, like. Like this is kind of going into what our project is going to be later on. I I feel like a lo they knew that Odyssey was their breadwinner, and ninety percent of the focus was on them, with the ten percent being on everyone else. Yeah, totally. And you can tell that by through a lot of their songs, where the the full Johnny engine, while it is still Johnny, a lot of them is in full force. It sounds a much more concise and much more together composition to through a lot of the other Johnny like songs, unless you get into the modern Johnny style. Yeah. Well, and another thing that really helps Arashi is, is 
all of them have really solid personalities that really shine through. So if you watch like a music video of them, you can tell like they're all like really smart people. They know how to be in front of a camera. They know how to play to it. Like they, they, they've spent a lot of time being in front of a crowd and it shows like, like, like they are really, really good at their craft. I mean, that's why they have their variety show. They're very personable people. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, I love the fact, like, every year that we've watched the Kohaku, a, a member of Arashi has been the co-host. And every time, I'm like, dude, I, I don't drink, but I would totally have a beer with this guy. This is like, are you kidding me? Like, just so personable. So, I think... Yeah, they're bros, man. <laughs> That's why I love them. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're great. I'm like, dude, this is awesome. Like, how could you not like them? They're, they're, they're just fantastic. So, so I, I think there's a lot of things that really go for Arashi that I think some of the other groups are kind of missing. Not to say that the other groups couldn't get there eventually or anything like that. Like, um, and there's a lot of like early Johnny stuff I would love to go back and listen to because like I know like I've heard like a some modern V6 and I, I'm not feeling it. But I love the V6 song, Change the World. I know they've had like several members just kind of cycle through V6. So the V6 of today is not what it was back in the early 2000s. But, you know, I'd love to go back and listen to like what some of the stuff sounded like starting out from the beginning to get like the idea of like the genesis of it all and then see how it came through to today. Because I, I think that'd be a very interesting thing to do. But with... With Johnny's being Johnny's, sometimes they're not very open to to that. They're they're still yeah, they're not very open to that. Reluctant, yeah. The, yeah. Like like you said with the whole uh, uh, Olympic thing, that's the only reason why they started doing these these opening yeah. of it because they were supposed to be the act. They were supposed to be the main attraction musically, probably for how the Olympics was going to be, and. I don't know how it's going to be now because of them going on hiatus and using that with quotes the yeah. end of this year. I don't know if they're going to just come back for just this one time and kind of be done with it. Yeah. And it's the whole virus thing kind of put a wrench into a lot of what their plans were. <laughs> 100%. But I do think like they're con they're probably contractually obligated to perform at the Olympics and they can, they can retire or take, take a break and come back for one, like the one performance for, that they'll do for like the opening ceremony or however involved they might be. They, they might be like one of the hosts of the opening ceremony. And so they might well, have to control the Yeah. One, they're, one in one the committee. they're in the committee, yeah, they're aren't in the they? Com they are in the committee. Sakurai show is, um, he is part of the news broadcasting of it. He is one of the anchors. He goes to every Olympics on the for News Zero because he does so much with the Olympic Committee now. So I wouldn't be surprised if he's hosting one of the games or is heavily involved with it. Yeah. So Re regardless, Love So Sweet Reborn sold a lovely... 13,256 points. So, and that was being only released four days before, no, three days before the write off of what the Orcon chart is. So, that tells you how successful they are. 
But continuing on up to number five, it is Green with their song Hoshi Kage no Yell. So, Gray, since you did much more of the overlook about this, how'd you feel about the track? It's okay. It's a, it's it's solid. I, I've heard, I'm not the biggest Green fan, so don't nail me to the wall for any of this, but I've heard some of their songs, and I felt like this is kind of like middle of the road for them. It, it's not bad by any means. I would. It, it's a. Per, it's pretty interesting, but I, I think it just kind of like hits the notes, and because I know it's like the opening of that period drama, and I, I think I think it's just kind of more of a like a timeless number, which sometimes can be really really good, and sometimes it can kind of be kind of mellow. So I, I don't think this is a bad song per se. I feel like it's kind of right in the middle. And, you know, that's not bad. That's not a terrible thing. But, you know, it, it's it's a solid song. If you're a Green fan, I think you will enjoy it. I think it, there's something certainly there for you. Or if you're a fan of the drama, obviously, you'll, you'll enjoy it. I still think it'd be cool to own the limited edition book of it, even if the, the song's okay. But I, I, I don't think it's too bad. I don't think it's too bad at all. I enjoyed it. I mean, I also like green, so I might be an odd person out there. Green. So, I don't know. I liked it. I I wouldn't say it's my favorite song of the week. However, I still thought it was solid. I'm really glad to see him on there to change it up because I feel like we've been listening to the same things. And totally. Green brought, green brought something very fresh on here, too. And I like this song a lot. So it's been a while for me to listening to a green song and I I'm it's it's all right. I do like it. And it's it's not Kiseki by any sort of the imagination because that song is probably their best song by far, but it is a very close third, I would say, of a track that I really do like by them. And you can tell that this was specifically written for that drama. <laughs> yes. Yes. It, it shines right through r- loud and clear. But that's there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. But regardless, Hoshikage no Yao sold a lovely 14,970 points. And continuing on up, it is I Love by Official Hige Dandism. Nothing more we can say. 15,648 points. Continuing on up to number three, it is Gorenge by Lisa. This week it sold a lovely 15,959 points. And continuing on up to number two, it is Yoru ni Kakeru by Yo Asobi. So, eh, nothing more I can say about this because it is a continuation of last week. And probably all of her discography is going to continue to be lifted up just a little bit more because of this. Yep. But regardless, this week it sold a lovely 16,190 points. And continuing on up to our number one track, it is Kusui once again by Eito. And like I said, last week, it's an amazing track, and I can see why a lot of freaking people really did like it. And it's not a bad track to kind of end the day again once again, so it is what it is. But this week it sold a lovely 19,966 points. And with that, let's kind of take a peer at the albums. 
real fast here. So King New at Ceremony with number 10. So Sweet Dolice by Suwa Nanaka. Ireireon with Answer. Your Story by Juju. Finally got knocked down to number 7. Traveler by Official Hige Dandism. Ayaka Ongakubunka at 2nd grade. At number five, Earplay, Rebirth number two by Kadomatsu Toshiki at number four. Number three, Gateway, Seventh Album, Mini Album by Astros. I assume that is a Korean group there. Man with a Remix Mission by Man with a Mission at number two. And... And husbandos at Wayne Drum <laughs> with uh, Sunasu Tajia at number one. So that's what it is there. This week it's all nineteen thousand. So like literally right around the same about the singles. Yeah. Interesting so. week. I'm glad to see Ayaka on there and yeah. Yeti Leo. So yeah. But with that. I want to say thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Ongakadu. You can find us on all the social media sites at Instagram and Twitter at Ongakadu. You can find the site at Ongakadu.com. You can find us also on YouTube. So like, rate, subscribe, pound that like button. Go check out our Winter Anime 2020 intro and ending ranking on YouTube, which is specifically for that. And go check out our affiliates. Kareyu Hunter, he is a Twitch streamer that does all the lovely horror games. You can check him out at twitch.tv slash Hunter K-Y-O-R-Y-U-H-U-N-T-R. You can also check out our other affiliate, TimberTaff, who is finally going through Super Mario Sunshine and The Witcher 3. And you can check him out at twitch.tv slash TimberTaff, T-I-M-B-R-T-A-F-T. And you can also check out our other affiliate, Rose, who is your sister, Luna. Yes, she is. she's been streaming Monster Hunter. She has also been streaming a lot of her art as she is an artist and does a lot of drawings. And also some RuneScape in there. You can check her out at twitch.tv slash RainStarKitty, R-A-I-N-S-T-A-R-K-I-T-T-Y. And you can check out the podcast that I do with Kyo and Timber called Podosaurus. It is a gaming-focused podcast. This past week, you can hear my rants about Persona 5 Royale, so go take a listen to that. And this next week, by the time this episode airs, will probably be our Final Fantasy VII Remake spoiler cast, so go check that out. It was just me and Lou on that, kind of going full depth about what's going on with the Final Fantasy VII Remake. So you can check that out on all podcasts. Wherever podcasts are available, you can also check it out on YouTube. So just look up Koryu Hunter, same as his Twitch handle, and you can find it there. You can find me at OTYCan1. You can find Renford at RenfordD. Where can we find you, Gray? You can find me at Ongaku Gray on Twitter, where I tweet about what I'm watching, what I'm listening to, and all that fun jazz. So if you're on Twitter, you can follow me there. And where can we find you, Luna? On Twitter, my anime list, Anime Planet, and Letterboxd. You can find me at Lunamarie87. That you can see what I'm watching, listening to, etc. On Instagram, you can find me as Nerdy Collector Luna, where I post pictures about what I'm watching or listening to. 
But once again, I want to say thank you so very much for listening to this week's episode of Ungakadu. I'm your host, Ken, saying thank you very much and have a great day. Aloha. This is Luna wishing everyone a fantastic rest of your week. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you next week. Jamatane. And this is great. Thanks so much, everyone, for tuning in. And everybody stay safe out there. We'll see you guys next time.